0: Hey, welcome back to the Silver Fortune Podcast. I want to thank every one of you for tuning into today's episode. And I want to start off today by asking two questions. Uh, First of all, have you signed up for the Silver Chartist Report? The free newsletter sent out by, by Steve Penny from the Silver Chartist Report. A lot of great information in there as well. He offers a paid option as well, which is $9 a month. And... Hey, I see people throwing around way more than $9 a month all the time for things like Super Chats, which is great, supporting the community here. Um, but, but believe me, you get way more than $9 worth of value out of his newsletter. Um, there's a link down below in the description. And hit that poll up in the uh, upper right corner of this video if you're on YouTube. And, uh, and let me know if you've signed up or not. The second question I have for you, though. Let's talk politics. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into politics because that's not what this channel is about. At least left-right politics, presidential politics, things like that. You know, I've given some views on it in the past, but that's not what I'm about. Obviously, there's going to be some amount of politics inherent in this, though, because monetary policy and economics do have a political component to them. They do. Absolutely. There's certain schools of thought and there's certain philosophies when it comes to monetary policy and economic policy and fiscal policy, which has a ton to do with precious metals and a ton to do what I ton to do with what I talk about on this channel. Uh, there's there's a huge political component to that. So here's my question. Here's my second question. A rhetorical question. If you want, you can answer it down below in the comment section. Do your political views influence your investment decisions? Now think about that and again if we go back to saying like economic views monetary policy views fiscal policy views that there's some component of of politics in that for instance conservative you know, traditional conservative um, small government versus liberal big government fiscal policy that's very political certainly we've seen um more recently, yeah, probably for a long time now, certain, for instance, Keynesian or modern monetary theory type of well, theories and philosophies when it comes to monetary policy, we've seen that kind of bleed over into politics quite a bit, actually. Same thing goes for, for economic policy. And so I would be surprised if, if anybody said no. Maybe some of you, and that's fine. I mean, if, if you're not huge into politics, kudos to you. It's something I've been trying to work on myself. Um, just care less about politics. But you better believe that I care about economic and fiscal policy and, and monetary policy because it does have a lot to do with why I'm in physical silver and why I talk about silver and gold so much here on this podcast. So here's where I'm going with this. Okay? There was a big change that happened a few months ago. That I think over the next couple of years will have huge ramifications on the silver and gold uh, markets, uh, physical silver and gold markets, especially, and the, you know, the whole silver squeeze movement. And and what I'm talking about is the the election of Joe Biden, the inauguration of Joe Biden. Now this isn't going to be like a bash Joe Biden type of podcast. However, there is. A very important kind of nugget of information in there that will play a huge role in the silver and gold market um, that, that changed, basically. There's a huge shift when Joe Biden became president. And, and the most obvious thing for me to say, the big thing that changed was was the monetary and fiscal policy. Let's spend a ton of money and, and be even more willing to allow the Federal Reserve to to, uh, to be accommodative, right? Very dovish. Right? That's the obvious one. But that's not what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm talking about here is people and their political ideologies, their political views. That I think because Joe Biden was elected in the 2020 election, that bodes very well for silver and gold. And not just because of his economic policy or his monetary policy that, that he may encourage at the Fed. I'll tell you why. For a long time when Obama was president, remember he was president during 2011, there were a lot of conservative investors, conservative individuals that got into silver and got into gold because they did not believe in Barack Obama's economic policies, large amounts of spending. Don't care about the debt. Let's spend our ways out of this recession very supportive of the Fed, uh, whether it's Bernanke or or Yellen, um, in in terms of of letting them you know, have at it with, with their monetary policy, 0% interest rate policy, quantitative easing. Um, because, you know, politically speaking, um, if you're going to bring forward growth to now versus later, I mean, what president wouldn't want that? I, I would hope that if I was president, and I hope I never am, that, that I wouldn't want that necessarily because because if you're bringing forward growth to, to the now, well, you're, you're taking it from the future. And that's no good. Okay, but, but he was very supportive of that. And, and, and obviously a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives, saw a risk in that, and rightfully so. That if you're going to print mon- money incessantly, if you're going to lower interest rates, if you're going to spend money like crazy and run up the debt, well, gosh, we better hedge against that. Because politically, and again, politics you know, flows over in economics and whatnot too, um, and philosophies on that. If, if that's what's going to be the case for these full you know, eight years, I'm going to hedge against that. I'm going to buy physical silver, buy physical gold. And once you know what, 2011, now maybe this is coincidence, and I'm not saying that this is all just because Obama was president, but 2011, we, we saw that big move up in silver. Same time period, 2011, 2012, very high levels for the price of gold. And, and actually, you know, silver demand specifically, because I'm more familiar with that, silver investment demand um was pretty sustained through you know 2015ish 2016 now i mean if you're looking at that uh, a lot of that was was india but but in the us you know there's a lot of people stacking through that time period i'm not saying it was all obama but i think that was part of it because predominantly i i think stackers tend to be more conservative and libertarian i'm i'm casting a broad stroke there and i'm not saying every one of you but if we're looking at you know, probabilities or, or or statistics here, yeah, more more likely to be in that camp. And then Trump takes office. And there's a lot of people like myself that said that th- this doesn't change a whole lot in terms of economics, in terms of, of fiscal and monetary policy. We can be hopeful that it'll be different, but, but I'm not banking on it. But believe me that there was a lot of people out there that are very political in their view, that politics play a huge part of their life. And gosh... They might find it a little bit intellectually inconsistent if they're going to fully support Trump, but then also say that our economy is still in a terrible shape and and in terms of monetary and fiscal policy, we're headed for a cliff. And so you saw a lot of investors, I think, stop buying silver, stop buying gold for that time period. Not for the entire presidency. Obviously, by 2020, when we have COVID come around, we saw a huge jump in demand, but I think it played a role. Again, I'm not going to say that, that Obama or Trump or Biden, that they make the silver and gold market in terms of, of investment demand. That's not what I'm saying at all. But they play a big role. And so with Biden being president now and us knowing that there are going to be an increased number of people that are open to the idea of silver and gold, now opposing who is in office, they're more likely to basically see doom in the future, right? Because as humans, we're, we're not always the best at being objective. And I'm not saying that Biden is better or the same as Trump at all. I'm just saying that uh, regardless of who's in office, if it's not for my party, if it's not somebody I support or like, I might be more likely to think that th- this this whole economy is is... Heading for the tubes. That, 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 that's going down the drain, I guess is what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying here? That, that people are, are very political in their views today. I'm not saying every one of you, but you know what I'm talking about that we've become very polarized. And people that are very polarized will oftentimes make very big decisions based on those views including investment decisions and so if I'm a if, if I'm somebody that would be open to this idea of silver and gold and, and I kind of understand what's going on in the economy and whatnot and let's say I woke up to this following the financial crisis okay so I'm just this is a hypothetical person okay with somewhat conservative um, Republican views okay let's say he voted for Romney in 2012 and we let's go from there. But during the financial crisis, he wakes up to this stuff and he says, wow, this is bad. And gosh, what is the Federal Reserve and the federal government doing? Why are they printing all this money? Quantitative easing? Lower interest rate policy? This is going to be disastrous. And Obama, unsurprisingly, because I don't like the guy. Again, I'm I'm taking on this personality. Because I don't like the guy. or Or because I disagree with his politics. I'm not saying we're all making this personal because I don't like his policies Th- this economy is going to tank and so I'm going to buy silver I'm going to buy gold to protect myself I'm going to you know, vote for Romney in 2012 um, I'm going to continue to buy because hey the Fed the federal government they certainly haven't stopped what they're doing and then 2016 comes around and like so many conservative voters or Republicans they vote for Trump I'm not saying that's right or wrong I'm just saying they do it and they start to see that, hey, they buy into this idea that, hey, maybe this guy's different. And he talked about paying off the debt. He talked about, he campaigned on the Federal Reserve and their, and, 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 and how uh, political they were. Right? During, during the 2016 campaign, he talked about how political the Federal Reserve was, and he wasn't wrong, um, in regards to supporting the Obama presidency. Maybe he's going to change things. Maybe we're not heading for hyperinflation or economic collapse, or maybe not as long as he's in office. And so, hey, guess what? The economy is booming. We got tax cuts. Um, You know, the economy, you know, we didn't have a recession until the very end of his presidency. I'm not going to worry about this whole silver and gold stuff because that's not where we're heading. I'm not saying every you know, conservative voter is like Trump's our savior, but then he's going to bring about a better future. Then I don't have to worry about this doom and gloom as much. Well, then COVID happens, and, and we start to wonder maybe maybe if we will have doom and gloom, regardless if Trump's president or if he wins the election. And then once you know it, Biden wins. We get a ton more fiscal policy, a ton more monetary policy, and all of a sudden, that person's buying silver and gold again. Do you see where I'm going with this? And so what I'm saying here is that this is a boon for precious metals for silver and gold for, well, you know, through the end of the Biden presidency, because you're going to have a lot more people stacking, essentially, on the basis of politics. I'm not saying everyone. I think a lot of you guys tend to be libertarian. A lot of you guys stack during the Trump presidency. Um, and, and so I don't want to like lump us all into one group or lump all conservatives or Republicans in one group. Because, again, my intention here isn't to make this a super political bash Trump voter, bash Biden, whatever type of podcast simply saying that in terms of demand, this bodes well. And I think that this plays into part of the silver squeeze movement, or or just in general, the high amount of silver demand, because again, those same people are looking at Biden through maybe a little bit of a different lens than they would have looked at Trump. Now, again, as I kind of alluded to earlier, yeah, Biden is probably going to be more uh, um, liberal uh, in terms of his his fiscal policy, and by probably I mean definitely in terms of fiscal policy, spending uh, much more more encouraging of an accommodative Fed. Although Trump was very encouraging of an accommodative Fed, he did not kind of reverse that tune quite a bit from his his time on the campaign trail. Um, but but yeah, Biden's going to be much much more supportive of that. But regardless, they're being looking through it through it through a different lens, looking at it through a different lens. And more likely to buy silver and gold. And I do think that this plays a huge role. Not a huge, like, game-changer type thing. But, like, yeah, we're going to see, I think, increased demand. It's it's the, you know, it's, it's politics. That's America today. Let me know what your thoughts are uh, down below in the comment section on this. Do you see this as well? Or are you kind of in that camp? Or do you know people that are? Again, I'm not saying that's wrong or anything like that. I'm just saying that's that's the facts of i of how I view things right now. The other thing I think we should take away from this, though, is that regardless of what your thoughts were or are on Trump, voted for him or not, that even if he did try and follow through, and, and, and again, I actually like some of the things Trump did, but even if he did try and fix all this stuff i don't think it was something he would have been able to fix in terms of economic fiscal monetary policy uh probably not even in two terms if he had started early and trying to follow through on it i just don't the point of what i'm saying here is when you're looking at that politics um maybe or, or sorry when you're looking at stacking and investing you know the, Again, going back to this newsletter, Steve Penny, that, that he doesn't like the idea of ideolo- you know, investing based on ideology. That you lose money that way, or you're more likely to lose money that way. Well, you know, looking at politics and ideology and left versus right, you know, maybe the right thing to do, in retrospect, would have been to stack all the way through the Trump presidency. Even if you were hopeful that he could change things. And that's not investment advice. That's not. A, that's just my own thoughts on this. That, that, you know, in retrospect, things didn't change in terms of economic. We're still in the same path. Even if COVID hadn't happened in that kind of associated recession that I think we're still in, going to be in for a while. Even if that hadn't happened, I think we were still heading in that same direction. It's just been sped up. Let me know what you think down below in the comments section. As always, though, I'd like to thank every one of you from the bottom of my heart for tuning into today's podcast, and God bless.